Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Kicking Goals podcast and today on the show I've got some AFL news about Hawthorne's Mitch Lewis, Peter Wright and I'm going to do some predictions for who I think will be the Premiership contenders in the 2023 season plus some other sporting news uh, in the NBA and the BBL and another leg of my new segment Who's Kicked a Goal This Week. Now starting off with Hawthorne's Mitch Lewis who is expected to miss the start of the season after hurting his knee at training on Monday. The 24-year-old suffered the injury in an incident during match simulation at La Trobe University, but completed the session before reporting pain the following day. Now, this is big for the Hawks. Now that Jack Dunstan has left the club for Brisbane, uh, he'll be, he'll, he will be massive in their forward line this year. Uh, probably their only uh, developing or almost developed key forward now. Uh, so he'll definitely be stepping up his game this year when he comes back in and probably kicking a lot more goals than he did last season. Uh, so hopefully he can make a full recovery and get back to his best footy and even a bit better. Now with Peter Wright, who came off early this week with a calf injury, but it is believed to be very minor. Uh, hopefully he can make a quick recovery and still get a nice full pre-season in. Obviously I talked about this in my last video, he'll be very important for Essendon this week. Uh, not this week, this year. And now who are the contenders for the 2023 Premiership? Uh, the big one. Now starting off with Brisbane, obviously uh, with on paper, they've got Jack Jack uh, Jack Gunson in the forward line. They've got uh, Josh Dunkley in the middle, Will Ashcroft. Uh, even Zach Bailey can go through there a bit. Lockie Neal, uh, Jared Lyons, Hugh McCluggage. And then the forward line, I mentioned uh, Jack Gunston, Cam Rayner, Zach Bailey can play forward as well. Charlie Cameron, probably more of a genuine forward role this year. Uh, of course, Eric Hipwood and Joe Danaher. Now, that's a scary forward line. I think they'll either drop one of their key forwards in Eric Hipwood or Joe Danaher, probably more likely Hipwood if I had to guess, or they'll just play one on the bench and have two forwards running around at the same time. Now, I think Jack Gunston will probably be centre-half forward for them, uh, and their list is just, on paper, they look scary. Of course, their defence is good too, with uh, Harris Andrews, Kitty Coleman, uh, uh, Jack Payne starting to develop, develop to develop into a good talent. Darcy Wilmont as well. Obviously, Marcus Adams will probably miss most of the season with concussion, which is big, but I still think they're one of the best teams in the in the league on paper. Now, what they need to do, uh, I think they need to just play consistent footy and play their best footy. Obviously, their plan's probably their game plan's probably going to have to change this year, uh, and don't play three three bigs in the same at the same time on the field. That didn't work for them last year, uh, and make the most of Lockie Neal, Josh Dunkley, and hopefully develop Will Ashcroft a little bit and he can become a key role into their premiership chances this year. Uh, so basically a few key points. Don't play three bigs in the, uh, in the forward line at the same time. Make the most of uh, a star-studded forward line, back line and midfield and develop Will Ashcroft the right way so he can become key to their chances. Now with Collingwood, now this is going to take a while to explain why they can win the premiership. Uh, obviously, last year they had a very, very good run uh, into the prelim final uh, and didn't turn up for the first half, but still managed to make a massive comeback in the last quarter and get within one point of a grand final. Uh, now, why they can win the premiership? Uh, well, half half of it is their run from last year and their coach, Craig McRae, is just a, a brilliant leader and his mentality is basically uh, win or die in, in a sense, but also they... 
they have a license to make mistakes, which is big as well as obviously we saw Geelong take that approach last year and they've come on with a premiership. Uh, so that's one of the reasons their coach, uh, they have, they do have a pretty good midfield with Scott Pendlebury, Taylor Adams. Uh, obviously they're missing Brody Grundy, which is one of the reasons why they can't uh, with their ruck situation of Mason Cox and Darcy Cameron. Uh, hopefully they can rotate a few other people through. Uh, and then in their back line, they've got a very strong back line, and then their forward line, hopefully Ash Johnson can develop a bit this year, and he'll be very important to them uh, getting getting further than they did in 2022. Now, what they need to do, I think they need to start uh, probably turning up and playing their best footy for more than two quarters, which was probably their demise last year, obviously, in the prelim, and almost sometimes in the, in the qualifying final against Geelong, but they still only lost by a goal. So I think, of course, their game plan that last year was unsustainable, uh, only just beating a few of the worst teams in the competition, obviously beating Essendon in a goal after the siren, uh, and only just beating North Melbourne, who were pretty horrible last year. Now, the reason I think that's unsustainable is because if you have really uh, hard-fought four games against the bad teams who you should be beating by at least five goals, or maybe four, or comfortably, I'd say, uh, then you're going to go in next week's sort, maybe with a few niggles against, hopefully, you'd want to go against a bad team the next week as well. But, of course, you're going to verse bad teams and then verse good teams the next week. So if you verse a bad team and then you have a really average average game but you win by a point and it's, you had to fight for it, uh, you're going to go in with a few niggles that you probably didn't want to go in with against a good team and then probably get blown out uh, obviously the good thing about Collingwood last year is that's not what happened to them but I think it will catch up to them this year and they need to start uh, paying attention against the with the worst teams and start beating them comfortably now I think they also need to play four quarters uh, which is super important obviously they didn't do that in the prelim and then when they played one quarter they came back within a point so if they can play four quarters they'll just be they'll be just as unstoppable as Geelong was uh, in 2022 and they'll have a big chance of a premiership. Now, Geelong, why? Uh, the way they played last year, they're just a great team. And on paper, like the Lions, they look—they honestly do look scary uh, with Dangerfield coming coming through uh, and starting to get back to his best footy. And now Jai Clark, uh, who hopefully will be a key part in their 2023 premiership run. Uh, and what they need to do, uh, I think they need to utilise their young players in Jack Clark, Jack Bowes, Tanner Broon, maybe not so much Ollie Henry, but if they utilise them, they'll start to get some more some more speed through the middle uh, and in the forward line as well. So that'll be important for them. Obviously, with old players, they're going to slow down a bit, but if they have the likes of Jack Clark, Jack Bowes, Tanner Broon, sometimes Ollie Henry in there, they're going to gain a bit of speed uh, and endurance as well. And hopefully they can put Max Holmes, uh, I think they want to play him as an inside mid, so if he plays like that and plays the way Dangerfield said he would, uh, like Chris Judd, <laughs> uh, then that'll be scary as well. And his pure speed and his skill is starting to develop as well. Starting to develop as well, he was best on ground in that prelim last year before he went off, uh, or close to anyway with Danger, who was playing really well. Uh, so hopefully he can get back to his best footy. And if we play him as a midfielder, he'll be just as scary as on the wing. Uh, and then moving on to Sydney. Why they can win the Premiership, uh, they have a great list as well with the likes of Chad Warner. Uh, they've got Luke Parker running through the midfield as well. Tom Papley can go through the midfield. Uh, Tom Hickey is usually a good ruckman. Obviously had a pretty bad performance in the grand final last year. 
uh, something to forget for him. Uh, and what they need to do, I think they just need to uh, put their chin up and forget about last year, put it in the past. Obviously, if they can use it the right way, they can use it as some uh, as as morals, I'd say, uh, and come back and uh, be hungry for success. So if they can do that, they'll be they'll be scary as well, and they'll be a big contender in my opinion. Now Melbourne, I think I had to put these guys in there. Why? At their best, they're almost better than all of these teams. Maybe maybe not as good as Geelong, probably because I'm biased towards Geelong. But I don't think Melbourne will be better than. Sydney, Geelong, Collingwood, or any of these teams if they don't play their best footy. But if they did, they'd definitely be a premiership chance. And what they need to do, play their best footy. <laughs> uh, and also, I think they need to utilise their Brody Grundy uh, and Max Max Gorn ruck duo. If they have ruck dominance, their clearances will get become even. Their clearance game will become even more dominant than it has been in the past. And if it becomes even more dominant, they're going to be unstoppable out of the middle. Uh, so that'll be important for them. Now, moving on to some other sporting news within the NBA, Nikola Jokic won't play against the Milwaukee Bucks because of hamstring tightness. Uh, obviously, with his team being the number one seed uh, versus, uh, I think, Milwaukee's in the top four at the moment. Uh, this will be big, and it's a big matchup as well, so hopefully they can hold on without Nikola Jokic, who uh, is looking for a third straight MVP this year. Uh, I think he'll get close, especially with his team performing better as well. Now, in the BBL, uh, the eve of the finals, the Thunder and the Heat uh, to play in a knockout final as the Hurricanes miss out. This is big. I think the Hurricanes were predicted to be in the top four uh, earlier in the season, and the Heat were uh, looking like they were nowhere near the finals, and now they're in a knockout final against the Thunder, who were pretty good last year, if I can remember correctly. Uh, so this will be a, a blockbuster final. Uh, I think Thunder will get the win, and then I think they face the Renegades in a in a prelim sort of game. Uh, and now, who or and then now onto my new segment, who's kicked a goal this week? Okay, so now onto my uh, I did say new segment, but it's more slightly new now, not completely new. Uh, who's kicked a goal this week? Uh, this week. I have said Siren Man, who gets on the Channel 7 and performs a bizarre example of a siren. Uh, if you're watching from my YouTube channel, you'll be able to see uh, see this now. Uh, I found this hilarious when I saw it just today. So uh, that's who I think's kicked a goal this week. Anyway, thank you for listening or watching my podcast, and I'll see you next time on the Kicking Goals podcast.